0: Don't get lost in the waves of change. 190 pages, tens of hours of lawyers. One takeaway today is you, you now put on your listing agent hat when you meet with a buyer and you treat treating the same way. So that's what you need to take with. KGCI Real Estate On Air, keeping you informed and empowered as the NAR settlement brings seismic shifts to the real estate industry. It's a consultation and a strategy. When you think of how people need to buy a home in this market, it takes great strategy. So why not strategize with that buyer? They need your help more than ever. Defend on KGCI Real Estate On Air. Welcome to the Success with Listings podcast, where we help you get success in the real estate game the easy way. Now you can get off the roller coaster of feast and famine and out of the rat race of competing with every other agent in town. Hi, I'm Nolly Williams. I took over a thousand listings during my first 10 years in the real estate game. And in this podcast, I show you how to have success with listings. Let's go. All right, so let's talk about this whole idea of a pipeline. Now, first, before I do that, um, how are y'all doing, by the way? Show me a wave. Let me know everybody's doing, you guys are doing all right. Okay. Uh, A lot of you guys on the call this morning, and I appreciate that. So, uh, we're gonna have a great time. I see uh, Chris is in the house as well. We might call on you a little bit later, Chris. I might have a couple of questions for you. In fact, why don't you do this, Chris? Uh, be thinking about any questions that uh, some of the men- the masters have asked you recently, and maybe I can address those at the end of this. Um, because as we're getting more and more masters in, we want to make sure that they get their questions answered. I, I know recently we had, uh, Kevin was having some issues getting his business card ordered, and little things like that, we want to make sure that people, um, um, I mean, the, the issue wasn't on our end, but we want to make sure that people have the information that they need. So, anything you can think of, Chris, just type it up, and you can throw it in the chat, and we'll maybe discuss that toward the end. Okay, cool, cool. All right. So, um, everybody's doing good. What's up? What's up? Rebecca says, "Hey." All right. So, this is the book we're studying from this morning. It's called Success with Listings. This is the book that I wrote, and I wrote this book because so many real real estate agents. Uh, actually, I wrote this book after I'd already taken a thousand listings. So I waited to become successful until I wrote it kind of build up that knowledge base, if you will. And so many people had wanted to pick my brain and I really do not like, I don't love one-on-one. You know, I love doing the group thing. I love speaking on stages and meeting with a lot of people, but I don't love doing one-on-one. So, um, to get out of actually having to do so much one-on-one, uh, coaching, I wrote a book and I put it all in here, 430 pages. And, um, and I wrote, I, people wanted to pick my brain, so I picked it myself and it took 430 pages to do. Uh, but if you've got the book, you can follow along and we are in uh, on page 121. And right on, on page 120, I talk about time block for success. Time block for success. You guys already know about that. That's do the two uh, and but when you do the two, what you're doing is you're doing lead generation. And so what does lead generation look like? That's, that's the big question. So um, let's, let's look at that. So there is a four-stage lead life cycle, okay? Four-stage lead life cycle for every single lead, okay? And write down these stages because this is very important. If you, if you don't have the book in front of you, make sure you write this down because it's very important to understand uh, what these four stages are, um, so you don't get them out of order, and so that you also complete every single stage. Remember this: the fortune is in the follow-up. The fortune is in the follow-up. I had a, uh, a a coaching student, Andy Green. I've told you guys about him before. He was doing twenty-five million a year in production, and I had a a talk just like I'm having right now. It was one coaching session that I had with him. And his production went from 25 million to 50 million, okay, after one coaching session. And we talked about what we're gonna talk about right now today. He doubled his production and he earned hundreds of thousands of dollars more, in fact, millions of dollars at this point more, just by implementing one simple strategy, and that is follow up. And by the way, he realized at the end of it all, he realized that he never would follow up with his clients uh, or his prospects, no matter how much uh, he was told to do it, he just wouldn't do it. And there's some of you listening to me right now, whether you're watching this live right now with me, uh, you're part of our family here at Mentorship Masters and you're watching this live, or maybe you're watching this after the fact on YouTube, maybe one of our masters has shared this with you. Um, And you realize that no matter what it is, well, there's something that, that's holding you back from actually doing the follow-up. And so what Andy did was he said, look, skip it. I'm just gonna hire somebody to do the follow-up for me. We call that leverage, okay? Leverage. Remember, leverage is people, systems, and tools. And so he hired a VA. You know, I've got some wonderful VAs at my out desk. Uh, Chris Capistrano is one of my VAs. He's, he's been with me. a uh, Business partner is what I call him for uh, seven years. He's been with me. Um, and and making it happen and so he hired a VA four hours a day and you know what that VA did all the VA did was I I call it clean up his mess (laughs) the VA what the VA did was the VA followed up with his prospects that's it just followed up you know he would get the prospect in and then he would get busy he wouldn't follow up with people so the VA that was her job to follow up and that one hire doubled his income. And that's really what we're talking about right now when we talk about building a pipeline. So write this down. I told you I, told you I wanted to write, write down, but I get, didn't give you what to write down yet. So the four-stage lead life cycle is this. Number one, you generate the lead. Number two, you capture the lead. Number three, you incubate the lead. And number four, you convert the lead. Okay? So you generate, you capture, You incubate and you convert. And uh, the magic happens in the middle. The magic happens in the middle. Now, most of my high D uh, agents, you know, those of you that are knocking them down, uh, you know, kicking them out, making it happen. uh, You just want to generate a lead and convert it. Generate, convert, generate, convert. And so when you think about that, it's very similar to when you were on the dating scene. I don't know if any of you guys uh, ever were on the dating scene. Um, I actually skipped the dating scene, thank God. Um, I had an arranged marriage. One day I'll tell you, uh, I'll share that with you guys. Uh, but I was able to skip the dating scene. <laughs> I see you guys. Uh, yeah, there you go. Mark Phillips wrote them down. I like that. Uh, so think about the dating scene. Now imagine you go into a club. I know, don't, not, Come on now, we, we're, we're a faith-based group. but I know some of y'all went club and I, that's, it's all right. It's, all, it's okay with me. Uh, so you were in the club and, and you see a young lady, you, you know, you gentlemen, you see a young lady that, you know, you have your eye on. Maybe you've seen her a couple of, of different times. And uh, it would be the same as just walking over and saying, hey, let me have your phone number. You know, that's not how it works. You know, first you sit down with them, you get to know them a little bit, maybe buy them a drink. You know, there's there's a process to it, right? You don't just <laughs> You don't just go right in like that, you know? So, but a lot of people want to generate uh, hey, are you ready to sell your house? No, 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 you ready to sell? okay, oh, you're ready. Okay, let's go. And then they wanna go right after that person. Now think about uh, our ancestors for a moment. Way back, our indigenous ancestors, um, they, they, were, they lived in feast or famine, okay? That is not a place that you have to live. That's a place that you choose to live, okay? What does Artemis teach us? Huh? Surviving, you know, is, 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 is wired in, is hardwired. You know, thriving is a choice. That's what Artemis teaches us. So, so when you think about it, our ancestors were in feast or famine. They were hunter-gatherers and they, they were always on the move. They moved where the food w- was, if you will. In, in many ways, that's a great strategy. In our day and age though, we're able to fill our coffers, fill our pantry, fill our refrigerator, Uh, and, and we don't have to, uh, in other words, they had to go out, kill or, or pick and eat that day. Okay. And they had, they couldn't save anything for tomorrow. So they, they only ate that, you know, they went out and they grabbed the food and they ate that day. Well, now that's not what a pipeline is. And I'm going to teach you guys. That's not the way to do business. Uh, feast or famine is when you're just like, okay, I need my next deal. Where's my next deal? My bank account's looking empty. I got to go get a couple of deals. And then when your bank account starts looking low again, you do another deal. That's that's feast or famine. A pipeline is different. So we're going to talk about that in a minute. But first, just realize that you have to generate. And, and when you're doing the two, most of you guys are real good at generating the lead and you're really good at uh, converting the lead. But what you really want to get good at is capturing the lead. Okay, so any all the leads that come into you uh, through through, I, I call it putting out a lot of traps. So um, one of the reasons why I'm I'm one of the top ten recruiters um, at EXP out of uh, over forty thousand agents, I'm one of the top ten in terms of the number of agents on my front line. One of the reasons for that is that I put out a lot of traps. Um, in scripture, in uh, it says in Proverbs. Um, cast your bread upon many waters, okay? So when you think about that, you think about a sort of a a fisherman that has hooks out in a lot of places. You don't just have one hook out. That's why we teach the three buckets, right? And that's why we also teach multiple niches. So, um, so, So generating the leads is good, but for every lead you generate, you should capture the lead. You should have a capture mechanism, you know, a lead capture form of some kind then you have to incubate the lead. And for most of you, uh, I gotta say it, for most of you, it's gonna, it's gonna come down to uh, probably outsourcing that. In other words, getting some, a mother hen to nurture, okay, we call it nurturing, we call it incubating those leads for you because you're gonna have leads that are not ready to close for a month, two months, a year. I've got people right now that are not gonna join EXP for two years. Uh, They may not even join for three years, but what am I doing? I'm nurturing them. I'm incubating them. Okay. I I have a gal I talked to yesterday. She said, I'm going to join mentorship masters in one year. (laughs) It don't discourage me because in one year, guess what? I'm, she's going to be, I'm going to have a new mentorship master. And so, uh, and, and that's, that's really what a pipeline is. So when you go to page 121 um, and then I, I carry it over through page 122, Um, I talk about this whole idea of the four-stage lead life cycle. Now, what I want to do, let me see if I have, um, do I have, oh, yeah, let me use this, tell you what, what I want to do is I want to kind of illustrate this for you, and um, I've got a, I've got a marker that's not working here. All right, here's a good one. Okay, so I'm, gonna, I'm just gonna draw a pipeline. Now, when you when you think about a pipeline, this is what I want you to think about, okay? This is sort of like the, the beginning, and this is the ending, okay? And today, today, what I'm really talking to you guys about more are concepts. Um, I'm not really getting, these are more generalities. They're, I'm not getting specific with you. But what I want you to do Is I want you to start thinking in terms of do I have a pipeline okay not only do I have a pipeline but what's in my pipeline okay so what you'll notice um, is you're going to have stuff at every different stage of the pipeline so this is and you can kind of draw this on your own paper that you have there with you so at the beginning of your pipeline these are the leads that are coming into your business. Okay. These are the leads that are coming in. So, uh, and by the way, there's so many leads, you've got hundreds and hundreds. If you want to do 40 to 50 deals this year, you're going to generate, you're going to have to generate a hundred or 150 leads to generate that, that, you know, that 50 deals. So when you think about this out there in the universe, these people are, 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 are out there ready to come into your world, into your pipeline. In fact, there are people, um, you may not know this, but there are people right now that are studying you, okay? They're studying you because they're like, I want to do business with that, with that gal one day, um, or I'm, I'm thinking about selling my house. Let, let me put it to you this way. When, when, when I used to go on a listing appointment, I realized that the last thing that a seller wanted to do was sit down with me. You think it's exciting for a seller to sit down with you and talk about selling their house? It's not exciting to them. <laughs> it's the last thing they want to do. Put it this way. Let's say you want to buy a brand new car, okay? Now, buying a brand new car might be exciting, might be a little scary. There's a, there's some exciting, you know, excitement about it. But for most people, the last thing they want to do is go sit down with a car salesman. <laughs> they, they just don't want to do that, right? Right. So it, it's it's not the great thrill of somebody's life to sit down with Nolly Williams. I mean, you know, so so they don't. So I realize when I go on that listing appointment, they really. I mean, they're cordial, they're nice, they're happy to be with me and all that, but they really don't want to be sitting down with me. Okay, so the re, and, and and so so what that means is, as much as they can do as far as research about me before they sit down with me, they're gonna do. Because the last thing they wanna do is sit down with me. Just like when you go buy a car, the last thing you wanna do is sit down with a car salesman. So you're gonna do a ton, crap ton of research around the vehicle that you wanna buy. You know, I remember when I, when I bought my S550, um, I was even measuring, I, I even pulled up the vehicle uh, and did the pull the measurements. And then I measured in my garage to see if it would fit. Y'all know I got a small house, right? So I, I, I even measured in my garage to see if the vehicle would fit. Um, I, I found out all the specs about the car, did a lot of research on it because I didn't want to be sold, okay? And so there's a lot of prospects out there that are out here. They're not in your pipeline yet. They're doing the research on you. And a lot of them, I got to say this, a lot of them will never enter your pipeline because the research that they did did not lead them into your pipeline, Okay. Did not lead so. And 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 what I tell people is, you've got to win the listing before you ever meet with the seller. You've got to win the listing before you ever meet with the seller. Now, if you're doing a good job of that, you're following what I teach you here every week, then they're going to get into your pipeline. Once they're in your pipeline, they're going to be, uh, you know, somewhere along the way. So. And by the way, there's some that are out here that are maybe a year out from selling, maybe six months out, maybe three months out. Um, But once they get in, you're gonna have people that are active. You're gonna have people that are pending and then you're gonna have people that have already closed. Now, if they've already closed, they're still part of your pipeline because they're still part of your extended family. Uh, This reciprocates. So just because they end up here doesn't mean they're not gonna end up back over here and they should. Okay, if you treat them right and you do the right thing, they should end up that way. So, uh, and they've got a a ton of other people that they know. Okay, every person knows a couple hundred people um, that can boomerang and get more business into the front of your pipeline. Okay, so what you want to think about is if you don't have a pipeline that's full, you don't have a business. Okay, if you don't have a pipeline, you don't have a business. Okay. So in your pipeline, it would look like, okay, I've got three properties under, uh, for example, I'll give you my example. Um, In order to do the volume that I wanted to do, I knew that I always had to have 18 properties in inventory. Okay. Write that word down inventory. What is your inventory? Okay. Uh, You know, you go to Walmart or target, they don't wait until, they're down to the last can of beans before they restock. Okay, they got people out there restocking, and it's like, man, to think the shelf's already full, dude, and they're restocking. Okay, so that's what you want to be thinking about: is you never let this get, you never let this get empty, you never let it get low. So whatever your number is, I, I would say, and you know, today's market, you wouldn't need to have 18 actives. Um, you would maybe need you know, whatever your number is, it depends on how many, if you want to do 40 deals a year, you would want to have say eight properties in, in your pipeline at all times. Okay. So either, you know, going toward closing or just active or under contract, or, you know, that kind of thing. So this is what you want to be thinking toward is putting together a pipeline. Um, and the whole thing about do the two, um, do the two is really set up only for the express purpose of, you building a pipeline. Um, I want to show you a couple things, and then I'm going to uh, leave it to any comments and questions that you guys have. Um, so, so put your your comments together right now. I'm going to speak for about no- another three minutes, uh, but I want to share with you real quick a couple of things. One is uh, let me see if I can find this. Oh, I, I think I know where it is here. Okay, so this is. This may be a little difficult to see, but this is um, an old inventory sheet that I was able to pull up from when I was uh, active in the business. So, um, you know, I've I've kind of retired from the business. I still cap every year. Um, I sell enough homes to cap, but I'm not active in the business like I used to be. I'm not making seven or 800,000 a year uh, like Stuart is, right? Um, uh, I make my six figures and I'm happy with that. Uh, now, when you look at this inventory sheet that I used to use, um, this was our, our new listings inventory snapshot. So uh, this was a, a weekly thing that our, my assistant would send. So I wanted to know what new listings did we take that week, uh, what listings closed that week, and what buyers closed that week. Okay. Now, most, most real estate agents track their closings, but that's not really what you want to track that's going to be tracked for you. I mean, we have all kinds of backend systems and tools that track your closings. You don't have to track your closings. You want to track your listings. Okay. How many, how many are you in, how many are you getting in inventory? That's what you want to track. Um, and then listings taken, uh, this month. Uh, so I had my weekly list here and then I had my monthly list that we would, we would keep track of. So, um, We had five bucket, I mean, six, six different areas where we would get our leads. So we had um, expireds that we worked. We had what we call allied resources, which were the mortgage companies, title companies and other, you know, insurance companies and other people that we were in business with. We would get a lot of referrals from them. Uh, Builder alliances. So those of you that are that run a great builder business, I actually had two agents that ran my builder business for me uh, with new construction. And so uh, what, what uh, new homes did we have that we got from our builder alliances? Then I was doing a lot of short sales. Uh, and by the way, this was our goals. So, um, and this was when I had built the, 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 the team up to do 400 deals a year. Um, we expected to do five expireds, five from our allied, five from our builder uh, group, uh, eight short sales, eight from our sphere of influence, I mean, five from our sphere of influence, and then eight from our geographic farm, so whatever those numbers are for, for you, that's kind of how we how we had our buckets separated, and that just gives you an idea of um, the way we did it. I thought there was one other uh, thing. Now there's there's that that's it. So um, I'm just showing you that by way of example. Um, now one of the questions I get is what kind of pipeline should I have, and um, I want to kind of keep this evergreen. So essentially, you should have the kind of pipeline that works for you. Uh, it could be a spreadsheet, it could be a software program. It really doesn't matter. Um, some of the biggest dogs in the in the business, their their pipeline is a uh, I call it a a, a a tablet. One of these, not not a not, a, not the tablet you think of, but a uh, I don't have mine here, but just just a writing tablet. They keep I I can't stand to do it that way personally. But that's what that's what some people do. Whatever system works for you. Remember, it's all based on your personality profile as to how you're going to run your business. Okay. Um, I was at, at a panel one time at uh, ClickFunnels, or, or it was uh, Jeff Walker was doing a panel. Uh, a product launch is his big thing, and he was doing a panel, and he asked the people, "What do you use to track? You know, to do this tracking and to build your funnels and to do everything." And I think he had like six people and all six of them uh, had a different answer for what they used. Uh, and so everybody's going to use something different. Don't worry about that. Don't worry about the details. What, the, what you want to focus on is doing um, the whole concept of a pipeline. So all right. So that's what I want to share with you guys today. And your homework assignment for this week is um, to develop a pipeline for your business. <laughs> That's it. Develop a pipeline for your business. Sit down, decide. Uh, first of all, read the pages in the, in the book that we just talked about, pages 121 and 122 in Success with Listings. Read those two pages and then uh, decide how many properties you want that you need to have in inventory to meet your goals and then build your pipeline. Put together your pipeline and then have have it visually represented in front of you so that you can see how your pipeline is looking at all times hope that's been helpful for you guys that is a million dollar tip um it certainly worked for um for andy green and let me let me just calculate real quickly how much this tip earned andy so he did 25 million in additional sales so he earned an extra uh, $700,000 a year with that tip that I just gave you. Well, thanks so much for tuning in to this episode of the Success With Listings podcast. If you are serious about taking your real estate career to the highest heights, making more money and helping more clients while working less hours and spending more time with your family, be sure to get your copy of my free book, Triple My Listing, absolutely free at successwithlistings.com. Now you wanna be sure that you subscribe to the podcast and check out SuccessWithListing.com to get your copy of my free book. Hey, I'll see you on the next one. This is gonna be the largest transfer of market share we've ever seen between agents in history. KGCI Real Estate On Air, keeping you informed and empowered as the NAR settlement brings seismic shifts to the real estate industry. You treat your buyers just like you do a seller, you get a consultation, you pitch and you compete for the value you will deliver for the fee you're willing to accept. Stay informed, stay prepared. Depend on KGCI Real Estate On Air.